What if avid travelers with a strong sense of wanderlust could savor home life in the same way they relish a luxury hotel in their favorite part of the world? Darcy Gutwing, leader of the Two Home Lifestyling brand, demonstrates that it's possible to have hotel luxury at home on any budget. And she shares the secrets and solutions hotels use to elevate personal comfort, joy, and well-being in her new book, Hotels to Home, Living the Luxury Hotel Experience at Home. This week, we sat down with Darcy and we spoke to her about her book. She gives us great tips on what she does in order to make her home have that lifestyle hotel experience every day with her family. This episode is part one of two episodes that will be released next week. So this week we have part one and next week we have part two. But if you can't wait till next week, then you can subscribe to our podcast to listen immediately after this episode. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as Alicia and I enjoyed speaking to Darcy. Thank you so much. We love you guys. And don't forget to share and check out Darcy's book. Links are in the show notes. Welcome to Teal of Interiors, a holistic approach to interior design. I'm Dee. And I'm Alicia. And welcome back to another episode of Tea Over Interiors. We're so excited for you guys to hear from our guest today, Darcy from Hotels to Home. A fabulous book. But before we get to that, ladies, you know I need to know what you're sipping on, Darcy. I am enjoying and thoroughly enjoying, might I add, a hibiscus, strawberry, and raspberry herbal tea. That sounds lovely. It's very tasty. It's like breakfast in a tea. Nice. Do you sweeten it? No, I don't. I am having buttered rum, which I keep trying because I want it to taste like either butter or rum. What? I'm sorry. I should not be laughing during this segment. But it's not. It's not giving. What's going on here? But anyway. Maybe you just need to add rum. You know what? (laughs) There you go, Darcy. So today I have Marrakesh Mint, no, Marrakesh, sorry. Thank you. Marrakesh. (laughs) Marrakesh, what am I talking about? I don't travel internationally, as we can see. Marrakesh. (laughs) Okay, guys. Marrakesh Mint Green Tea. It's a refreshing blend of gunpowder green tea and spearmint. I like the way they describe that. It's crisp flavor, also makes for an invigorating iced tea, but I am drinking it hot today. Okay. Sounds good. All right. So let's move on. We are going to these randomness. So in honor of Black History Month, today's randomness is about George Crumb Speck. He was the chef and restaurant owner that is said to have created the potato chip by accident during the summer of 1853. However, his sister Kate claimed she actually created the chip after a potato slice fell into a hot frying pan, creating the famous Saratoga chips. Crumbs chips remained a local delicacy in New York until the 1920s when a salesman named Herman Lay, yes, of Lay's Mm -hmm. Chips, began 
traveling throughout the South and introducing potato chips to different communities. Interesting. Very interesting. And oh, I love chips. You know, I have a little fascination. I do too, but I have to stop eating chips because my doctor told me today that my results came back that my LDL was a little high. So mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. more chips for me for a while. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right, ladies. So let's move on to our guest today, Darcy. We are so excited to talk to you, Darcy. Will you give our listeners a little background about yourself before we dive into the topic you're going to cover today? Sure. And I would say my background ties very well into the topic because Hotels to Home, the book that we're talking about, is something that I've been writing for over 20 years. And it was written in response to my background being a busy young professional and then raising a family of two children and one husband and finding a way to run a company. I was running a recruiting firm, still am, but running a recruiting firm and very busy. And how do I juggle all of that and still ensure that myself and my family are very successful? And that's how I started writing Hotels to Home. Awesome. So Darcy, we actually did an episode about creating this whole vacation vibe at home, as well as making your home feel more like a hotel and ways to do that and little tips and tricks we gave our listeners. But you wrote a whole book about it based on your extensive travel and some of the things that you liked about hotels. And what's interesting to me is that Although you don't, do you have a design background? I don't want to say I you do don't not. have a design background. I do not. Okay. I'm in awe of all of you people. <laughs> so what I love <laughs> about what you did was you decided that this was something you wanted for yourself and you decided to write a book about it. I love how people are really coming to this idea of having a home that feels more well taken care of and the idea of kind of like having a backstage in your home so that your guests don't see what's going on in the front end and really taking better care of themselves. So as designers, that's what we do, right? You know, people come to us and they say, I want my home to look like X, Y, and Z, and we're just so excited to create it. But, but for you, what made you decide that hotel life or living feeling at home is what I want. Well, I think the book married two of my passions that actually were my passions since childhood. And that was luxury hotels and home life. And Alicia, we were talking earlier about when you were nine years old and you, you caught that entrepreneur bug. Mm -hmm. Well, I was nine years old and my family would go into New York City for a fancy brunch, typically at a hotel. And it was an aha moment for me. I loved, just transported me and I was always in awe of it as a child. So I think my love for luxury hotels started with a, a feeling and then became more of a study. And then my other passion was home life. So it was probably very natural as I became a young adult to merge those two passions. And travel has been, you are correct, always a large part of my life. Actually, I started working as I was a young professional with weekly travel. That later morphed into leisure travel when I was a mother and wanted to have my children exposed to various modes of living. And now our travels represent longer trips to ensure we have a pulse on perhaps the local culture. But here's what's funny about that. My travel world is a lot less about changing geographies and much more about a new hotel experience. For me, it's about the hotel stay. There's something about a hotel stay. It still just ignites my soul, if you will. <laughs> 
And I don't know how else to describe my passion for luxury hotels other than I've been a serious student of luxury hotels for years. I am absolutely obsessed with hotel life and I'm still studying hotel life to this day, even though the book is is written. And I think you asked how I wrote the book, I mean, I, or why, but I, I wrote the book because I recognized early on that luxury hotel living made me content and also set me up for success. And I wanted to just emulate that at home for myself and my family really as an entire way of life. And I'll always say this, but like, why shouldn't we all live like VIPs in our home life? You know, so at hotels, I was enjoying all these beautiful things, whether it was soothing aesthetics to superior service or even gorgeous property features. And so I guess I just thought, why not use that template that I'm already enjoying at hotels and bring it into my home? And so I started listening to my family's preferences. I listened to myself and what I enjoyed about the hotel lifestyle. And now years later, we have an entire home life that's built concept after concept against the backdrop of what I'd like to think is five-star hotel living. So the end game was truly blurring the lines between vacation life or holiday living and daily living. And if I were to come to your home, what hotel would I think that it represents best? Probably something in Europe. I have a very neoclassical style and I love my home is very... I would say that my home doesn't have a lot of color. It has a lot of posh. So you're going to find a fresco. You're going to find a Murano chandelier. In fact, I basically designed my entire dining room off of a Venice hotel that we stayed at. The dining room was basically designed after a Venetian hotel experience that my family and I had. And we just appreciated that hotel so much that we took a lot of those concepts into the dining room. And that that was a frescoed ceiling, Murano glass chandeliers, Italian tapestries, and a travertine table. And that was my way, because I don't have this design expertise that all of you have. It was my way to design a room, but I used Hotels to Home as the template to do that. In your book, Hotels to Home, what are some of the templates that you have for people to follow so that they can design their homes the way you have? Well, we use, much like the hospitality industry, a one to five star concept mm -hmm. where because the changes that I may put in my home to live an elevated lifestyle may not be the same as yours, right? So mm -hmm. what we try to do is make it accessible to all and also to appeal to people's interests or their highlights. Some people may want their bathroom to look like a five-star hotel. I, I actually didn't want that. I wanted my dining room to look like that. So for my dining room, I did a five-star solution. But the book offers one to five stars. So you can easily do something that isn't going to cost as much money or even as much time or resources and implement something simple in your home. And an example I would give there would be a do not disturb signs, which I rely on. And then mm -hmm. I would say like a hydration station when you walk into your home. So it can be as simple as that all the way to a Murano chandelier and a travertine table. Mm. Okay. Alicia, did you want to chime in? I sure do. I've got a million questions. So <laughs> my question is, and I've always been very in, enamored with people who, I don't even know if enamored is really the right word, because sometimes I'm, I'm just curious. Let's say that. I have a lot of friends who have obsession with hotel and really expensive hotels. 
I've got one who's in media. She runs a magazine. And so as press, she gets access to all kinds of fabulous places. And we're always discussing those places. Anyway, I'm very, very curious. They spend, people in my life spend a lot of money on these spaces. They go to all these hotels. And it, it has to be something about it that it it's triggering a feeling. There's mm-hmm. some underlying emotion that happens. I rather not stay in a hotel. I actually want to be in my home. So I'm mm-hmm. wondering, I can't wait to like get out of there so I can go home. Now, I'm not saying that I've never enjoyed a hotel. I'm just saying that I, I'd like to understand the psychology behind it. Is there something that you could help me to understand what's going on psychologically that may be triggering or bringing up emotions or feelings? Like, is it something on a psychological level? I think so. I also think that it's culturally prescribed, right? You, what do you do? You work and you work a certain amount of hours and you do that so that at some point you can take a vacation. So Mm -hmm. we put a lot of energy around, yes, energy and emphasis around how you should be feeling on vacation and why, by the way, you should feel that way. You've worked hard. It's time. You want to enjoy yourself. So I think when you walk into that hotel, you know, you get this aha moment. You may also, when we're talking psychology, you may feel very successful when you're doing that, depending on the type of hotel you're staying at. And even just feeling successful that you haven't, quote unquote, again, culturally prescribed, earned a vacation. So I think there's some of that. And then I also think that a lot of people are maybe not like yourself, Alicia. They're not happy at home. They don't realize they can bring the whole hotel life home and blur those lines. And so when they get to the hotel, they have a a different kind of aha moment. Oh, good. Someone's taking care of this for me. Someone's making the bed. Someone's bringing me food. All of those things. And so I do think there's a, a very strong psychology around why people have a passion for hotels. All I'm saying is just decode, if you will, why you're spending all that time and money on hotels. And then if you're coming home and you're not feeling satisfied in home life, I feel like you can use hotels and those experiences to start peppering your home life with some of that. I love it. Excellent. Excellent. Very nice. Thank you. So one of the things I wanted to ask you is tell me more about what you feel is lifestyle design and how does it involve changing your behavior? not just the way your home looks. Yes, and I love the question. Thank you, Dee. First of all, for hotels to home living, it's definitely pervasive. It is the how you live in the home as well as where you are living. So a lot of what you'll find in my book is not so much about design. Again, I'm not an expert in that, but it is about who you are and how you live. And this is, by the way, on a daily basis. I'm pretty sure you have a good a birthday, or you have a good Mother's Day, or you have a good holiday, no matter what you're celebrating. But what I'm saying is, what does your everyday living look like? And here's my end goal. And this is this is maybe a little too much or a little too deep right now. But my end goal would be for number one, people to be happy living in their homes, but also to go to bed with satisfaction and wake up with anticipation. That's living. That's lifestyle. And that, that includes a lot of things, right? Not just 
not just whatever my book is telling you to do, but it's also in including interior design. It's including the people that you're living with if you're cohabitating with someone and how you're treating each other. So there's a lot of what I would call the softer side of hospitality that has to be included to really build the full lifestyle. Hmm. Yeah, I agree. We we definitely agree with that. Alicia, do you have any comment on that? No, I I love this lady. <laughs> I love you. You you are putting things into words that I've been oh. struggling with for years because I, I, I buy in completely to what you're saying. It's my whole. It, I love that. You said you go to bed with satisfaction and you wake up with anticipation. Yeah, I do. Well, like and, that. It, and also, if you think about it, is that not how you feel on vacation? I didn't even I didn't even put this together. But you had asked about the psychology around vacations. Well, that. Yeah maps pretty closely, right? On vacation, you're usually pretty happy when you go to sleep and you're getting ready for the next day when you wake up. But you know what? I, I love you because I was thinking about that. Why do I like being home so much? It's not that I don't like to go on vacation, but I have a hard time packing to go away because I can't pack my house. Right. I can't. Pack I love the, that. Yeah. I can't pack the experience. Everybody laughs at me. They're like, you don't like going away. You I said, I just can't wait to get back home. They're like, what? I'm like, I really, I have created such creature comforts at home that going away, they're not there. And I can't right. afford to pack all my stuff and take it with me. So it's really something else. I love what you're saying. Yeah. Well, and one of the things that I talk about a lot and you alluded to, you're actually listening to yourself. You're listening to what makes you happy in the home on a daily basis. And you're, again, peppering those days with those things that you like, those preacher comforts, as you called them. So you're already doing this. You're already listening. But for people who are lacking how to listen to themselves or lacking a template, I'm just saying use hotels for it, mm -hmm. right? Use hotels as your way to excavate what you enjoy. And I just, that's for me, that was my way. I was happy in those hotels. I knew I wanted home to be different or better. And I wanted it specifically for my children and my husband. And so it was my template. But I think there's lots of pro there's lots of templates out there. This is just mine. Yeah, got it. So it's funny because you were saying like a hydration station and, you know, Alicia and I, you know, we set our homes up so that we we have everything we need and we have our creature comforts and we do wake up with anticipation, you know, because the first thing you see in the morning is going to set off how the rest of your day is. You know, if you wake up in the morning and what you open your eyes to is not something you love, then, you know, you don't always start the day off in the best foot. You know, you have to mm -hmm. try to make yourself feel better, you know, or you have to give yourself some affirmations until you can manifest exactly whatever it is for your dream life. But being that it's just myself and my husband, you know, I'm thinking to myself, who's our concierge? Like, you know, you have kids and I'm pretty sure that, you know, maybe your kids sometimes they feed you breakfast in bed. I don't know their ages, but maybe when they were younger. But maybe do they sound like you're there? <laughs> I know. Yeah. OK, let's be clear on this. I'm their concierge. They are not mine. <laughs> That's what Sorry. I was going to ask you. I was going to ask you, like, do your family members feel like you're the concierge because I feel pretty spoiled, I think, at your house because I don't have anybody to spoil me. Yes, aesthetically, I have. I'm spoiled. And aesthetically, I have everything I need, you know, but like who's actually bringing me like my warm slippers in the morning? You know, I have to right. make sure I keep them 
out of my bed and got to make sure I return them to that same place. So I have them when I, you know, when I get, when I get back into bed. So I was just one, I was just curious about that. <laughs> yeah. And I will say it's jo- very joyful for me to be their concierge. I do appreciate it. I also learn a lot about them. I have, I have done some speaking engagements where I've spoken about this and I feel like we're a closer family because we've grown up with the hotels to home lifestyle. And actually, in fact, and, and, and the reason that is, is because we're constantly listening to each other, right? We're always listening to our likes, our dislikes, what vacations we appreciated, where we want to go next. Why is that? And so I learn a lot through those question and answer sessions, if you will, about my family. And of course, I observe them on vacation as well. And I can see what maybe changes their voice to a different octave because they're excited or, you know, gives them a glimmer in their eye. And I think to myself, oh, that's something meaningful to them. I need to remember that. And what I was going to say is, in fact, in our household, we have a slang. We call it, we call hotels to home H2H, H numeral two H, to describe this way of life. Because the whole of our lives together has been living with this template to best define our lifestyle and basically our happiness quotient in daily living. So present day, the H2H way of life has transcended all parts of our lives. And to the point, and I would say to such a degree, I think it's become our unique or my family's love language. That's it for today's episode. Don't forget to tune in next week for part two of the episode or subscribe now to hear the episode right away. We love you so much again for listening. Take care and let us know what you think about this episode. Will you be buying Darcy's book? Will you be trying to transform your home into that hotel lifestyle? Let us know. Hello, tovinteriors.com. See you next week. Nice job, ladies. Carry on.